We live amongst chaos. It's all around us, in every aspect of life. Okay, I'm not going to get all Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park on you here. I'm talking about the constant noise of politics, social media, news, protests, family, death, war, cyber attacks, money, mental health, the pandemic, our jobs, crazy Karens. Sometimes we just need to silence it with some laughs, some snarkiness, and some real talk. Sometimes we need to cut through the chaos. Welcome, everyone, to Cutting Through the Chaos, episode 15. I am Jeff. I'm DG. And this week, they unhornified Lola from Space Jam. We have some vagina-scented face masks. Catch me if you can, and what's up, Daddy? Nothing. What's up with you? Ew. Oh, wait, you said what's up. <laughs> My bad. Dad joke. Dad joke. <laughs> All that. But first, let's do the rant. Well, March 4th is come and gone, and here we are. President Biden is still president. Trump didn't get inaugurated. The big event went out with a whimper, and the magas are sad. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, what the hell is this guy talking about? Well, that means you're a reasonable and rational person who doesn't know about yet another of the stupid-ass QAnon theories that ran rampant after Biden won the election. You see, the infamous Q and the deep state conspiracy behind it, you know, the one with the worst track record ever of any theory, since it's gotten everything wrong, predicted that the January inauguration wasn't the real one. No, March 4th was the real one. And that's when Trump would actually be sworn in, and Biden et al. would be arrested. Blah, 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 horseshit. I'm not going to bore you with all of the details on this or give it more oxygen than it really deserves, other than to say it was born out of a really old bill that they greatly misinterpret and contort along with the fact that until the mid-1930s, inaugurations used to happen in March. This shit gets more and more stupid by the minute. And the best part is, any time the conspiracy predicts something that doesn't happen yet again, the quote, prominent Q accounts simply move the goalposts and say, no, that's not what we really predicted. Conspiracy theories are so convenient like that, aren't they? When something is born out of bullshit, you can just make up new bullshit and explain away the old bullshit. Let me be 100% clear about this. People who fall into the trap of believing this shit clearly lack critical thinking skills. I mean, they have to. I don't shed tears for them. You have to be able to decipher bullshit from reality in this world, and things like the QAnon conspiracy are incredibly easy to sniff out as stupid bullshit if you employ even the simplest of critical thinking. All of that being said, though, if we have a chance to pull some people out of this conspiracy, then we also have to take it. Even if the overall number of voters who would vote for a guy like Trump because of conspiracy theories like this makes up a small percentage, well, it's still far too many. And if people can learn a lesson from all of this crap, that's important. The world could use more critical thinking in all aspects of life. Maybe if they realize this QAnon bullshit was a lie, that the government doesn't really have some strange shadow agency controlling everything, well, maybe they'll think twice before just assuming climate change is a hoax, or that vaccines are bad. But the point here is pretty simple. QAnon keeps failing, spectacularly, because it's stupid and it's built on lies just to get people to think a certain way and vote a certain way. And it's worked. And it's also done legitimate damage to a lot of people's lives. It's killed relationships. It's caused emotional havoc. It's wasted so much time. It's influenced votes. Embrace people who are finally realizing this. If someone speaks out and says, um, okay, this is all starting to sound like bullshit. 
well, we probably shouldn't throw it back in their face. And trust me, I'm guilty of stuff like that. It's easy to say, well, no shit, moron. But it doesn't really help in the end. I'm okay with certain levels of shame about this crap. Trust me on that. But people who've started to crawl out of the rabbit holes, well, they're already feeling it. I'm here to say that I welcome back anyone who wants to live in the critical thinking world again, and I'm happy to let anyone know how I employ skepticism if it helps. The goal for anyone should be to believe as many true things as possible. And you need to get to that point by using reason and evidence, not 4chan and Reddit threads. On the slim chance that anyone who believed in QAnon, or even a little bit of any conspiracy theory, hears this, it's okay. You're forgiven. As long as you can admit that you should employ critical thinking from now on. And if not, well, good luck. Because whatever relationships and real-world connections you had left, well, they're probably about to get flushed down the conspiracy theory toilet. And that's no way to live. Do better. All right, so this week in chaos, um, and, and let me make, in that intro I said, we have some vagina extended face masks. We don't physically have them. <laughs> we so don't. I, I just want to make that clear up front. We're just it. going with the trend of genitals. <laughs> we are. We always do that. So, Apparently. But before that one, though, they so you, you guys have probably heard this story by now, but they've unhornified Little Love from Space Jam, which is a great, a great headline. So the the this is from TMZ, um, but it was all over the web. Space Jam director reworks Lola Bunny for reboot from sexualized to strong. <laughs> oh no, not that. She's a she's And I'm a like cartoon. looking at the picture of her. I mean, I so when I first saw the picture of the, of her with LeBron and the new one, I'm like, okay, isn't that what she used to look like? I like I I didn't I don't really remember. But I didn't recall her having huge tits and huge ass. <laughs> I guess she did cuz you scroll down and then Bugs is like drooling after her. Well, um, like if they did a the first time the story broke, I saw this comparison picture yeah. of her <laughs> with the new one, and it was like over accentuated boobs and butt. And I'm like, it's a bunny. I know. And y'all are mad about this. I mean, like it's a cartoon. Uh, yeah. And as long as she can play basketball and was cool, then isn't that what they're trying to get a, across? Like, I don't, I don't see why it even fucking matters. But I don't either. But it's it's so it's a cartoon. They're doing a lot of that shit to cartoons lately. There's, you know, Disney's, which I get some of it. Like, I, I get, like, there may be some old school, like, racial undertones that people are like, mm. Oh, yeah. So they put disclaimers out there. But, but I mean, like, unless you're drawing her doing some lewd acts or some shit, I think giving her some big boobs is is not really that big. <laughs> that point, that's kind of pointless. It's weird. I don't know. I just, you know, I mean, is anybody like, oh, well, yeah, there are people who'd be like, I'd fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> and Jessica Rabbit, who wasn't really a rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, was, I mean, she was supposed to be that way, I guess. But what are they going to do, like, re reanimate oh, her? Jessica Rabbit was supposed to be a sex symbol. That was the whole yeah, point was, of her. I know, I know. But but I don't know. I never got the sense from the original Space Jam that they were trying to make her a whore. Sexualized? <laughs> yeah. Like, they weren't trying to sexualize the bunny. I mean, yes, they made her attractive, and Bugs was was like, "Ooh, you know, she's hot or whatever." But like, it was whatever. It was stupid. Um, yeah. But I mean, she doesn't look bad in the new one, so whatever. It's like, what, what, what are they? She looks like a cartoon bunny who plays basketball, <laughs> which is what she looked like before. <laughs> it's weird. People are just weird. Well, like, yeah. I just, I just don't understand it. Like, the thing is, though, in, in reality, I think more people were freaked out by when Sonic the Hedgehog came out and his eyes were all weird 
Well, he looked. He didn't look like Sonic. Yeah, I mean, he, that was the yeah, problem. Yeah, they uh, Lola looks like Lola just without <laughs> boobs. They like more people made a huge deal out of that than they did out of Lola's boobs. So, and you know what? I think about the whole Sonic thing is they did that as a ploy to get people talking about Sonic because I believe that they had the whole. Because think about it, they they got the new Sonic out and rolling in no time. Yeah, I mean, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past him. I don't know, though, that they needed to do that if they did do it for that reason. I don't know. Sonic looked really weird. He, he did. I look- mean, his eyes were kind of jacked. Like, I think that it's what I wouldn't put it past him to do that. But I also wouldn't put it past him to be like, we need to make him look a little different and be all like be different with it because people love Maybe, doing yeah. that shit in, in Hollywood. And people said that about you remember. I mean, you're younger than me, but New Coke, you know about the controversy with New Coke, don't you? No. We're way off topic, but Coca-Cola in the 80s decided to change the formula for classic Coca-Cola, okay. um, which was really stupid. Okay. And it generated all this hype, and then new Coke came out, and nobody liked it. Um, they even had, like, Bill Cosby pitching it on the commercial, which was huge. I don't, re- I don't, rem- I don't remember that at all. It was, all. like, 85, 84. I wasn't even fucking born. I know, but it's a famous story. <laughs> <laughs> asshole i was only like five but the um <laughs> it was a fam- so but everybody like to this day a lot of people think that they did it just to get a ploy yeah because then they brought back classic coke and it like sold out off the shelves and that's why yeah. for a long time on the can it said coca-cola classic um, i mean uh, it's it's uh, marketing is master manipulation that's really all it is well, it's funny though because one of the guys who was involved with coke at the time was like we are neither that clever nor that stupid so, like, he was basically saying we were just dumb enough to think it would – we should change the formula, but we're not smart enough to think that it would have – so who knows? But anyway, anyway. I'll, right. I've, so that's I've, Lola. Yeah, Lola and Coke. <laughs> Lola and Coke and conspiracy. But, but of and... course, we go back to uh, our favorite type of stories. Face masks with a vagina fragrance are a thing, and they're flying off the shelves. I just don't understand. Y'all are nasty. No shit. People like, out there are just nasty. Okay. To anyone who might not be aware – Dude, vaginas don't really smell good. <laughs> they shouldn't smell horrible. No, no. But even a even a clean one isn't like, oh, that's beautiful. I need to smell that all the time. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, like, I don't sit there and sniff one all day long. No, but you can if you want to buy this mask. Oh, Jesus. I mean, like, I, oh. it shouldn't smell like completely like fish but <laughs> anyway oh my god oh. oh why did i pick this story oh uh, yeah i did the headlines this week y'all this is my fault <laughs> i they're just as bad as what i do um, i know a video of a woman so this is from folks paper which we keep landing on these i think they're like our wheelhouse for this i think they are too watching them all be fake but whatever <laughs> we're not <laughs> they're tr- fun. we're not trying to pass off as real news here no we're just having a good time <laughs> a video of a woman wearing a thong as a face mask in a grocery store went viral about a week ago after workers ordered her to cover her face many south africans were outraged by the video allegedly shot at pick and play shop as South Africa battles the second wave of the COVID pandemic, failing to wear a mask in public has been made a criminal offense, punishable by a fine. Oh, I, I already love them so much. Anyway. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> However, several people were troubled by the fact that she wore panties over her mouth and ears. <laughs> if you thought that was strange, wait until you hear what happens next. Masks, <laughs> masks with a vaginal fragrance are now available. Oh, my God. <laughs> Angela Anderson, a native of New Jersey. Ugh. <laughs> 
I don't want to smell the Jersey. That's terrible. If you like Jersey coochie, ugh. Jersey. Oh, gross. <laughs> a native of New Jersey has made a fortune with her online company, Corona Pussy, a business that sells four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. They're only four ninety nine. That's a single layer of vagina. Ugh. I mean, they must be really thin masks. Four ninety nine. Uh, she probably just buys them in like huge bulk. And just rubs them on herself. Oh, she sells the 499 vagina scented face masks, <laughs> and she created. It was created by the the Corona Pussy was created by a 55 year old woman. Oh my um, god! The oddest thing is that she sold 500 copies in the 21st in the first 24 hours. Uh. Anderson came up with the concept after being fired from her hotel job, <laughs> according to <laughs> foolishhumor.com, and wanted to supplement her income by creating a mask unlike any other. We'll announce, yeah, man. We'll <laughs> announce another 500 units for sale at the same price next week. They're not made quickly. Otherwise, the scent will vanish in a matter of hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> we know what you're thinking. How does she get her masks to smell so authentic? That's what I want to know is how she's getting the... <laughs> she ma- carried is- a... Uh, she, or sorry. She clarified that a fine cloth is glued inside the mask after being inserted the vagina for two hours. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, and does she not go dry after a while? Is Does she have women just in straddled like, positions in her basement? Like, okay, know. you're next, Bridget. I don't know. <laughs> you're next, Bridget. <laughs> you're next, Karen. Oh, never mind. You get mad all the time. Oh my God, Karens have dry pussy. We don't. We, we should know better. <laughs> I'm so sorry for all the real Karens out there. <laughs> I always, I have a friend named Karen. I'm like, I, I told, I messaged her once. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's like, I know. She's like, I still think it's funny though. <laughs> See, but people with Karen, with the actual name Karen, have a good sense of humor, and they yeah. they end up not being Karen. So it's just such <laughs> a weird thing. It's like Chad's. Yeah, Chad's. Yeah, Chad's. Uh, I I like to call them male Karens because I think it's funnier. But I, but I do, I do like the Chad reference. Uh, anyway, okay. Quote: With these space masks, you can be covered while still enjoying the extraordinary v- vaginal odor. See again. <laughs> it. But how does it? It doesn't last. Yeah. Like, and, and why would you want to? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, why would you? There are some people that? out there that are weird like that. And could I? <laughs> If her business is as simple as shoving them, shoving a cloth up there for a while and putting them in the mask, I hate to break it to her, but uh, people can do that on their own as long as they got a willing participant. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did I find this story? Anderson's industry appears to be booming, Ugh, so much that she intends to expand her wardrobe with a penis-scented mask. All right. What is it? What is it going to be scented <laughs> by? The taint? Like <laughs> Your penis is definitely not supposed to smell. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, like, I if, these are things that we should already. We should no simple hygiene, y'all. Your shit yeah. shouldn't smell bad. Like even seriously. a clean vagina, you don't want to sniff it all day long. At least I don't. I, um, I have no interest in a vagina scented face mask. And your penis should not stank. <laughs> Anyway, your turn, DG. You take oh, my turn. Let's go on to some simpler stories. All right. Oh, Catch me if you can. Wanted man comments on his own mugshot poster challenging police. I love this. I saw this and I was like, yes. This has happened multiple times by people. Oh, too. yeah, no. And it's it's funny to me every single it is. time I, because I, I, it's, it's like, like you, you, you've got to be kidding me. 
but uh let's see it goes on to say a wanted man appeared to taunt police officers by commenting on his own mugshot and wanted poster with quote catch me if you can <laughs> jordan carr 20 is wanted by bedfordshire police united kingdom in connection with an incident in late january last year but he appeared to use the appeal for information as a chance to cheekily challenge the force a facebook profile under his name posted the five-word mockery which has been liked more than five thousand times with many users bemused by the 20 year old apparent audacity <laughs> the mugshot and facebook appeal described him as describing him as approximately six feet tall and sporting a mum tattoo on his hand didn't appear to deter car car was sentenced to a total of one year's detention in a young offenders institute in august last year after admitting possession of a quote zombie knife at cordon crown the court is a zombie knife i don't know let's look it up <laughs> i mean why did, why did they give us this fodder zombie knife zombie knife let's see what are we oh gonna, god that's like a, a long knife? ass fucking knife it, it's like got a hook at the at the top too like it curves and they're banned damn i mean they're those are some like serious knives we should ask uh, uh yeah that's dude. a serious ass knife you know those dude. australians are uh we should ask dude be like is that a knife <laughs> this is a knife no, <laughs> he's totally gonna get you for that <laughs> i've played uh, i see you've played knifey spoony before that's... oh my god <laughs> Simpsons. I'm not going to sit here and even attempt an accent right now. I don't, I don't know if I did it well or not. He'll he'll uh, he'll let you know. He'll let me know. <laughs> if I didn't, sorry. Nah, what? Whatever. Fuck you. No. <laughs> next time, you can make fun of me next time we see each other on on Zoom. <laughs> on Zoom, uh, the audacious comment, audacious, excuse me, comment left on the same day the post was published has raked in more than fifteen thousand. 1,500, excuse me, 1,500 replies. <laughs> the brazen comment received a mix of online support and backlash since being published online, but the post is still live as the police confirmed they are still looking for car. What a dork. Like, these people are so dumb. It's 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 like the idiots in the Capitol who were, like, give, doing, like, live Facebook selfies and stuff. It's live Facebook it's selfies. Like, it's like you just incriminated yourself, you idiot. And they would. I never they understood were... that. Like I, I've done a lot of things in my past, and I am so <laughs> thankful that smartphones were not a thing. Uh, there was a there was an episode of The Simpsons, I think, in like the late nineties or the early two thousands, where the the bully kids are are doing a bunch of criminal activity in the town and they're like it was so smart of us to carry our video camera with us and tape it <laughs> and so like oh, yeah. even, even back then it's like <laughs> but people just do not learn i guess no they don't Ugh. no yeah. it, it's stupid is stupid is what stupid does i guess yeah hopefully he was easy to catch uh they haven't caught him yet apparently oh really oh yeah uh, okay. well but they, oh, oh, this, oh sorry yeah i misunderstood the so he's there's he's they're still looking for him, or whatever apparently. but yeah okay gotcha yeah so, with that being said, let's move on to what's up, Daddy. Uh, after six months, a man discovers that the father in his family what app group is actually a random stranger. <laughs> you don't say. All right. So it says, after sharing the story of how a complete stranger was added to his family WhatsApp group as dad by accident and never corrected it in six months, a man has left the internet in stitches, in which I'd say... Quote, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a weird quote to start it with. It is a weird quote. All right. So Twitter user John o. Hopkins clarified, in which I'd say, Dad, you're in the WhatsApp group. You're reading the messages. And he'd say, am I? 
And I just put it down to him being old. He's <laughs> like, dad doesn't even know he's in the WhatsApp group. Right. <laughs> he realized he had added, quote, Peter, his father's name, to the community instead of an individ- of the individuals saved in his contacts as dad when he formed it. But he didn't connect the dots, and he claimed it might have gone on for literally years if his sister hadn't asked <laughs> if he could add their father to the party. And it, quote, dawned on me that that wasn't my dad's number. <laughs> So you go on to read, there's this mini thread. Yeah, and actually, you guys should look it up. It's kind of funny. At J-O-N-N-O Hopkins, H-O-P-K-I-N-S. This is from February 24th that it happened. Yeah, and I guess it went viral. He's probably got it pinned on there. But yeah, he goes, the whole thread is the quotes that you were just talking about. Yeah, okay, cool. So I don't have to read that. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's more, but yeah. Right. So it turned out that the man he had been addressing as his father for the past six months was actually a plumber named Peter (laughs) who came to his flat in December 2013 to repair his washing machine. (laughs) I think the moment for fake dad Peter to pipe up and tell us we'd got the wrong Peter had passed, so he had just embraced his position as our new dad (laughs) had passed. He wrote. They they he clar- fucked up that quote. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. like, I don't think that was right. He clarified that he never suspected his dad's silence because he'd never been a chat room boy in response to questions about the viral tweet. Sadly, it all came to an end for Peter the plumber who was thrown out of the party in a panic after six months of loyalty when the error was discovered. <laughs> and he shows on there how the guy... So it wasn't like this dude just wasn't on WhatsApp. He read the messages. because Yeah, he, he like said, read them like as, he, as if he were part of the family. <laughs> Uh, it goes on to say but now i feel bad for fake dad peter and hope he enjoyed reading my mom's messages about how she felt cold plays album named a cold hard blow to the head his once adopted son added (laughs) i'm sorry maybe it's just my brain no that was a weird that was i i guess i don't know what their album was actually called I don't but either. he's saying she thinks it was called a cold, hard blow to the head. I guess his once adopted son. A cold, hard blow to the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> folks, folks, paper has some weird writing. It does. Maybe I think I think they're a UK based paper. Maybe that's not why. That's probably why I'm reading them incorrectly and going, "Why is this weird?" Because eh. you know the American education system failed me. <laughs> or they could just suck at writing. I mean, there's that. I was yeah. trying to give them a little credit. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Somewhere in the Twitter sphere, there's a thread from a plumber named Peter talking about a family chat he is a part of, but too uncomfortable to let him know that he is a fake dad. <laughs> one responded, "Oh, excuse me, I burped. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while." Oh God, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I think I'd have to add dad and then politely keep fake dad too. A second responded because it would seem disrespectful to out him that after he's faithfully kept up with anything family related <laughs> for so long. <laughs> The guy should have just been like, hey, I'm not your dad. But <laughs> maybe he thought it was funny, too. I mean, I, I, I can't say did. that I wouldn't have wanted to snoop on someone like that for a little while. Right. <laughs> I, w- I mean, if somebody's going to randomly add me to their WhatsApp group, I'll be like, hmm. I'm going to fake this shit, too. I'm going to see what the you know me. I like some drama. I hope I get put in a family that's got a lot of drama. <laughs> some some weird like the ones you see on the reality shows like the uh, the housewives ones housewives of atlanta or whatever oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh shit she said what nah. she said what <laughs> i wanted to be a part of ted cruz's wife's whatsapp group oh god yeah that was their <laughs> their group messaging the the text messages that they were planning their cancun trip yes yeah. that they didn't plan because it wasn't real fucking losers 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the headlines. All right. Okay, so this week, our main topic, we wanted to to cover something funny and not really political. Because we, we just keep, you know, getting on these topics that are uh, admittedly good topics of chaos, but sometimes we just like, oh, fuck it, let's go with something stupid again. Well, it was just kind of like, you know, we've, we've kind of done some some heavy yeah. laden episodes and stuff. And, you know, you know, ment- mental health is always good to talk oh, about, sure, but it can yeah. be very heavy. And then when we, you know, talk about politics, of course, if you're not left leaning, then, of course, you're going to disagree with us and have something to say. <laughs> I don't think anybody who, who listens to this is, is a righty or at least a hard righty. Well, um, I got people in my family who like to listen. And yeah, well, yeah, what, <laughs> that's that's just weird. But but that's a whole hey. other we were raised to think for ourselves. No, I mean, it's good. But, like, why would you listen if you... I don't think they were expecting it to be as political as it has been. <laughs> <laughs> or for you to be so far left, I guess. No, I mean, maybe not. But maybe that was a surprise. But I don't think it, it shouldn't be. I mean, I was put in an art school. I'm an arts kid. I feel so... like you're just a logical, common sense person. But, hey, what do I know? <laughs> hey, I don't, I, don't, I don't have logic. I run by emotion. That's the problem. <laughs> but... That's why we were like, yeah, hey, let's do something stupid that everybody yeah. can laugh at. Um, and, you know, it, we, we decided on tabloids. <laughs> if, so, <laughs> you know, if you're not familiar, you probably are. I think everybody is familiar with tabloids because they're all over the world. And, yes. you know, for us, you know, we always have the big one is always like the National Enquirer. And um, Star. Star, I know. It's, and most of them nowadays are just gossip rags. Like, they're they're just, you know... This, you know, Tom Cruise is having an issue with his, you know, his latest wife or whatever. <laughs> you know, right. It's it's always crap like that now. It's always like somebody's getting a divorce. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes you see the ones where they get a paparazzi pic of like, you know, a, some a, a celebrity on the beach. And, yeah. And embarrass the hell out of them. Um, which, you know, I don't personally go for that, but some people like the gossip, whatever. But they didn't. They were oh, they were a lot different over the years. Um, and, right. and I found it kind of interesting when I started digging. I was like, you know, I kind of want to go back and see when all this started. So I ended up looking up a lot of stuff about it. So I'm just going to run through some of the history and stuff first. And then maybe we'll I have a whole list of just really funny headlines um, from different ones that we can we can talk okay. about, too. So Absolutely. so the origins of it. OK, so. The first registered so this is from a, a site called study.com, which which I, I sort of stumbled on. Um okay. they had a good little like summary of all of it. The first registered use of the word tabloid came in eighteen eighty four from from an English pharmaceutical company named Burroughs Welcome and Company. They trademarked the term to describe a pill containing compressed powders. So tabloid, mm. that's kinda oh, cute. That makes sense. Within the next decade or so, the term tabloid had spread, referring to anything that was compressed. It wasn't long until the popular condensed newspapers of England, which only which only presented compact articles on popular topics, became known as tabloid papers. So that's kind of where it comes from, in case you ever wanted to know. The me- that was actually kind of interesting. I did not know <laughs> yeah. that. Like, I, no, like seriously, no, I love either. learning stuff like that because I didn't know that like at all. Yeah, me neither. Um, th- this form of media made its way across the Atlantic and found a new home in the U.S., where yellow journalism or journalism based on exaggeration or mis- exaggeration or misinterpretation was already a dominant trend. Go figure. <laughs> Good old U.S. of A. Um, right. In 1833, Benjamin H. Day began printing the New York Sun, a cheap publication that he sold for a penny. 
At, mm. at the time, newspapers were only sold by subscription, and not all Americans could afford them. But everyone could afford the New York Sun. And, <laughs> and Day kept profits high by printing often outrageous stories, including one in 1835 that claimed life had been discovered on the moon. <laughs> Whoa, so we started with the moon and did it, a transition to Mars I eventually. I like back then, too, that, I mean, obviously people could think critically in the 1800s, too, so I don't think everybody bought it. But that would fly a lot better back then than uh, now, you know? Than now, yeah. I mean, because you don't have any way to verify. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the story? Like, because you said that, that reminded me of the one tabloid story that they ran for, like, months when they saw the face on Mars. Yeah, and that even made its way into mainstream news. And it was just, like, a weird shadowy part Thing. of the mountain it's like yeah like, uh, it's funny people are like oh that means something what is it? so what they're like hey look a face like so that's how they're gonna be we hey, have rovers and shit and satellites but that's how they're gonna say hi to the u.s or to the, right. to the world i mean um, right yeah look at me american oh we are the world no. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> okay british publishers also focused more on tabloids after 1900 with the viscount northcliffe alfred harmsworth uh i don't know who, what that means He's the, he's the Viscount Northcliffe, Alfred Hardsworth, opening the Daily Mirror in 1903. And that's obviously still a tabloid today. They made up news. That, that was my comment there. So one of the quotes was, if there was no good gossip to be had, then tabloid journalists would simply have to create news themselves. So it was just literally like a creative writing outlet for like journalists. Yeah, it was either gossip or I'm going to fucking just write something. <laughs> like, yeah. Tabloid journal journalism rose out of the world where there was little government regulation and values of competition determined market ethics, which mm -hmm. kind of makes sense. This is also the same world that encouraged monopolies and refused to prohibit child labor. I mean, uh, okay. yeah. well. as the 20th century continued, tabloids continued to grow in circulation and profit despite changing social morals. In fact, the development of major supermarkets in the 70s provided them with a new market, which is where we've all seen them. Um, they switched from newsstands to grocery stores as their main distribution points. Today, top tabloids in Britain are the Daily Express, the Daily Mirror, the Daily Star, the da Daily Mail, and the Sun. In the U.S., the National Enquirer, the Globe, the Star are the three dominant ones, which, yeah, you still see them. Um, yeah. Tabloid journalism is a subject of much debate today. The publications are frequently sued for inaccurate or misrepresent misrepresentative information, but their profits are so high that lawsuits are simply seen as an expect expected business expenditure, <laughs> which is so sad. That's bad. Like, <laughs> and, and then of you're course, running so many stories that they have a fund for this shit. Yeah, I mean, and they've been sued by so many, you know, celebrities and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, National. It's all, they always get a. It's always a settlement. It's never. I know. Nothing I mean, ever really like, actually it's, pops it's, off. It's like, I mean, they might leave them alone if they have to. If they get sued enough, but. Um, yeah. National satirical publications like The Onion have built up this tradition as well, openly touting fictional news stories in gleeful mockery of the tabloid culture. And that's the thing. Everybody knows The Onion is satire. Yeah. Um, and, and if I, you don't know that The Onion is satire, then. <laughs> well. Holy you just shit. Learn it. Um, but they, you know, and. The, tabloids sort of mask themselves in, in some, some sense of reality. Whereas the onion is just not, it's a joke. Um, right. Okay. So the big ones in the U S like, obviously I think most people here know about the national Enquirer. And I, yes. I you remember those commercials back in like the eighties and nineties and stuff, the inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, I and do would, remember those. Oh my God. They would talk about like the latest celebrity gossip. Well, it had been around for a long time, and I won't go through the whole history of it. it. One quote I did find funny, though, in Wikipedia. The National Enquirer openly acknowledges that it will pay sources for tips. 
a practice generally disapproved of by the mainstream press. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> if you have to pay somebody for your leads, you're they're probably not going to be truthful. They're probably not going to be good. Yeah. yeah. In 1957, Pope, uh, the last name of the guy who, um, I didn't get his first name uh, written in here, but he's the one who owned the newspaper in by the 50s. He changed the name to the National Enquirer and changed its scope to National Stories of Sex and Scandal. Pope mm-hmm. worked tirelessly in the 50s and 60s to increase circulation and broaden the tabloid's appeal. In the late 50s and through most of the 60s, the publication was known for its gory and unsettling headlines, such as, I cut out her heart and stomped on it. <laughs> from 1963. And Sounds like something I would write. Jeez. <laughs> and mom boiled her baby and ate it. 1962. <laughs> At this time, the paper was sold on newsstands in drugstores only. Pope got said he got the idea for the format. And these gory stories from seeing people congregate around auto accidents. Ugh, God. Mm. By 1966. Rubberneckers. Yeah. By 1966, circulation had risen to one million. Jeez. So, wow. okay. So, like, you, you you see a lot of that kind of stuff, the gory and the weird um, headlines. And, and the funny thing about the Inquirer is by the time, like, the 80s and 90s rolled around when I would see them, they weren't the ones who always had the crazy, crazy batshit stories mm-hmm. on them. That was left up to every my personal favorite, the Weekly World News. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite too. Oh my god! And I mean, they even still they they have a website now, and it's just do funny. they? Yeah, weeklyworldnews.com. Oh, I'm gonna have to go look at. Okay, I'm gonna have to totally. Go and check it's it out nothing later. but stupid uh, headlines. So, like, the Inquirer would usually have like. Stupid stuff like, you know, you know, Roseanne is fat again or something, you know, just really stupid, stupid shit. Or they would um, they've even gotten political, too. But but usually it's it's more that kind of stuff. And I mean, and it's changed over the years, too. They've also actually broken legitimate stories. Oh, have they? They have. Like, so in in the 2000s, for example, John Edwards was was the uh, vice presidential candidate with John Kerry. Mm -hmm. Um. They dug up a lot of the the facts around his uh, his extramarital extramarital affair that came out in in the news. So they oh. were sort of they were like the first ones to really report on it. Um, also about Sarah Palin, um, they got an exclusive account of the pregnancy of Bristol Palin, which was like oh, a big deal at okay. the time. Mm. They had um, a bunch of leads on the murder of Bill Cosby's son, which was weird that they had that much. They had a bunch of uh, political operatives running around like Ted Cruz and Donald Trump's campaign and were digging up dirt on them. Really? Yeah. They had a bunch of dirt on on Trump's sexual misconduct allegations. And I'm not going to go like you guys can look all these up because they take forever. Even in Bezos, they tried to like blackmail Jeff Bezos. Um, They (laughs) they threatened to publish private messages and photos belonging to him and his girlfriend. Um, Uh Yeah. If he didn't, oh no! And they did it because if because he was basically using the Washington Post, which he owns, which Amazon owns, to pub to go through journalistic, you know, actual journalism to figure out how the Inquirer actually made, you know, obtained all that stuff because it was pretty salacious. So they were like, "Oh, if you keep doing that, if you keep investigating us, we'll leak these photos." And he's like, "Oh, nice." Fuck you. <laughs> so they were like, yeah. "Payback, bitch!" Yeah, and they've been sued a bunch, like all of them. But that's more the the waters the Inquirer has swum in. The the national the, or the Weekly World News, which at some point, and I don't know if this is still the case, was. The same company was owned by the same company as the Inquirer, by the way, which I didn't uh-huh. know. Um, 
they just went full on bullshit, crazy stuff. The stuff that if you looked at it, you're like, that's hilarious, but it's also fake. And I'm just, right. I'm going to just <laughs> just rattle off some of them. Okay. Okay. Here's the ones I found. NASA takes photos of ghosts in space. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic survivors found on board. <laughs> oh, my God. And the thing, the thing about these is I'm saying them. Just Google some of their headlines because the pictures associated with them are fantastic. Um, yes. Chimp's head put on human body. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dick Cheney is a robot. <laughs> of might, course he is. Um, that might be true. Dolphin grows human arms. <laughs> I, <laughs> one of my favorites. Fat cat owns 23 ladies. <laughs> so he, was a, he was a cat lady owner. Um Man, it's the reverse story. Man gives birth to a healthy baby boy. Um, well. <laughs> second Pope under Pope's hat. <laughs> that one. Like, second the, hat. The, 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 that one is, is hilarious. The picture is it's the it's Pope. Whichever one resigned. Um, yeah. They like they literally just have a picture of a little miniature Pope on his head <laughs> like. <"Woo!" laughs> and, uh Okay, the, 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 they do a lot about Satan. Satan captured by GIs in Iraq. But then, oh, yeah. but what's funny about that, and they don't care. It's not like they're following a plot thread here. Before right. before that, they had a headline that said, Satan's skull found in New Mexico. Okay, so first he was dead, <laughs> and we find him. his skull, and then we catch him. The best part about the one of him being caught in Iraq is the pictures are of, you know, soldiers pointing, like, automatic rifles and the the Satan picture, he's like like ducking and like putting his arms up, like like oh shit, like he's, like, he's, like he's not some like omnipotent being. He's Satan for fuck's sake, like um, but it's just again, it's funny. Severed leg hops to hospital. <laughs> uh, horse born with human face, and for the love of God, and Google that one because it's fucking hilarious. Horse born with human face. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna look at it right now. Abraham Lincoln was a woman. <laughs> Of course he was. <laughs> Alien Bible found. They worship Oprah. <laughs> They're like, yes, please give us some new car, Oprah. Um, man's 174 mile per hour sneeze blows wife's hair off. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you looking I at, just, horse face? I, I looked at horse face. And <laughs> it's so funny. He's so looks like, looking. It looks like a Neanderthal thing. <laughs> yeah. The one, the one with the the dude sneezing and blowing his wife's hair off is hilarious too, because like, literally, it's like she's got like the the male p- pattern baldness. It's like a picture. Oh shit! That's <laughs> funny as shit. And then uh, my favorite, I saved it for last. Bat boy. Bat boy. So they their website, like that became so popular in its ridiculousness that their website. Bat boy was like their bread and butter for a hot one. Yeah, and they they have a whole menu option just called Bat Boy. That's amazing. And they, I mean, the first, if you guys have never seen Bat Boy, it's, Please it's, look it up. yeah, it, the picture of him <laughs> screaming is just so fucking awesome. It's so funny. There's even a Kickstarter to bring them back. Um, I don't really? Yeah, I, I don't know. But, but they have like, there are many, many headlines like uh, Bigfoot accepts Bat Boy, commits to his VP selection. <laughs> Taylor, wow. Taylor Swift's ultrasound. So these are some from their website. Taylor Swift ultrasound, little baby bat boy. Um, wait, 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 wait. Back up. Taylor Swift has bad boy now. Apparently, she's pregnant. Okay. And it's bad boy. Um, 
This is so again, he's reincarnated. This is from their yeah, I guess this is from their <laughs> website. So they still put these headlines out there. Batboy tests negative for coronavirus. Um, oh, that's a plus. <laughs> like so, they have all kinds. But there were lots of Batboy. Um, they, I mean, just I mean, the first one they had they had was like Batboy emerges in some state or whatever, and they show the picture, and it's just you can't not look at it. And and right. people have probably seen the the picture without even knowing where it came from. Um, right. That's how popular it got. So that that one's funny. There was a goat boy um, at some point on one of them too. <laughs> in fact, here Bat Boy is a fictional creature who made numerous appearances in the American supermarket tabloid Weekly World News. This is, I'm on Wiki. Mm-hmm. Um, the Weekly World News published patently fabricated stories which pr- were purported to be factual. That's the thing is, I, everybody knew that they were fake, but they they never tried to say they were fake. They never said. Right. They would always be like. Saying people found, this. they wouldn't say it was legitimate, but they would never say it was yeah, fake either. Yeah, I mean they they tried to make it sound legitimate sometimes, and yeah. there were probably stupid fuckers who believed it. But of course, um, they yeah. So the picture, just look up Batboy; it's great. I mean that was that was Weekly World News. They were the ones, you know, there were always UFO and alien headlines. I remember yeah. them saying, you know, Hillary Clinton was really an alien. Um, I think they've done that with like every politician. Oh yeah, um, every every politician is either an alien, a robot, or a lizard person. <laughs> and technically, if you remember from our conspiracy episode, lizard people come from space. Yes. So. Yeah, there's there's a whole um, you can Google like crazy tabloid covers, and you'll find all all um, with pictures. Like here, here's one: surgeons cut my head off and sewed it back on. <laughs> <laughs> and again, these are all Weekly World News. <laughs> like UFO shocker, oh, world famous fave. Pro- world famous professor says he took a ride on a spaceship, and there's a picture with him in an alien head. Uh, <laughs> town bans AIDS victims from the beach to protect sharks. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Dolphin. What the fuck? Dolphin grows human arm. Uh, human arms. That's that one's funny. You need to look at that one too for the picture. Okay. Um, Dead hubby's ghost haunts her toilet. Um, haunts the toilet? Oh, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, I had a long night last night. <laughs> <laughs> but see, and I'm trying to see what this, I'm looking at this one. This one actually might be real. Um, what? There's, well, it, the headline is terrible, but this, the article under it, Heart of Gold, pro, pro wrestling star Norman the Lunatic brings joy to a sick little girl. Like, Aww. so they probably had like real stuff mixed in too. They had like puff pieces <laughs> that would make you feel good. Because the headline on that same one is man fries eggs on his bald head. <laughs> See, we got a heart of gold and bald egg egg frying. All right. Farmer shoots 23-pound grasshopper. <laughs> that, that is a scary-looking grasshopper. Um, <laughs> Are you just looking at the headlines now? <laughs> yeah, I am, because they're fucking great. Clinton hires three-breasted intern. <laughs> I missed that one before, That's, and the, and the picture is fantastic. <laughs> I think I remember that one actually. Well, there was another famous uh, girl who said that she had three boobs, and it was clearly and they were like massive. Yeah, but they were clearly fake, like fake. But she yeah, was trying. Was she was trying to pass it off, and all these doctors were like, "That's not a thing. That's not it." <laughs> yeah, no there there are some uh, some real gems out there, and and the thing is like. <laughs> People people have their opinions on tabloids. They, you know the ones like the Inquirer, like they probably need the tabloids to... aren't be meant to be taken so seriously. That's the thing. Like I I don't think they are. I think that ones like the Inquirer can do real damage. 
be, oh, yeah. when they go yeah. after celebrities and politicians and stuff. And yeah. maybe sometimes good and bad. But, like, the Inquirer was all in for Trump. They were pushing him and writing articles about him. And really? Like, yeah. So, you know, it's That's like, gross. it's weird. It's like, why? But maybe they liked his... Maybe they financed. But, like, <laughs> but, you know, I guess what's what I sort of... I miss the days where fake news came in that form. Yeah, and it was that obvious. shit was fun. And, and now it's all on Facebook and people try to cover it with... No, it's like now it's like, okay, so back then we had like fake news and it came in tabloids and it was funny <laughs> and, and a good time. And everybody kind of like common sense wise knew that the tabloids were not to be, you know, they were taken, take them with a grain of salt. You're, it was funny. You it was were buying it was inter- them to laugh at them. It was entertainment. Yeah. And now... With the whole fake news thing, people are trying to pass off fake news as being real. And it's not like like Weekly World News where it's like blatantly, obviously fake. Like like they yeah. were always big with the Elvis pictures that were photoshopped and stuff. Oh, my the, God. You know, and obviously there are some people who believe that stuff. But the vast majority, you know, it's different than it is now where you might fall for something stupid online until somebody finds a way to debunk it. And right. It's so much easier. And I mean, I'm not saying like you should still employ critical thinking so you don't get a pass for falling for that shit. But yeah, and they now they do it with intent to harm, too. Um, Right. That's the other part that's annoying. Oh, here's the one. The Bat Child Escapes. The very first one I ever saw uh, in the stores was Bat Child uh, or maybe not in the stores. But I but the first one I ever saw the image was was him, you know, screaming at the camera. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bat child talking cat secret cia experiment exposed i want to know what my cats say but yeah no i do i i sort of miss that i i miss the days of, of good old tabloid fake news and i do kind of yeah it's <laughs> as, as stupid as weekly world news is it would be funny to see that shit back on the shelves i'm, I'm not gonna lie oh yeah definitely <laughs> but yeah do you have any favorites uh of, of, in your day of of the I mean, Bad Boy was my favorite. Uh, the haunted, uh, like random haunted things were my favorite. Like, you know, my toilet's haunted, my toaster's haunted. Uh, the coming of Christ was always the funny yes, one. Yes, Jesus was like, always found everywhere. Jesus was found on toast, <laughs> in the washing machines. Like, I don't have specifics, but I just remember from like when I would read them and stuff like that. Bad Boy was a big favorite of mine. Um, you know, Satan's Baby was a big one. <laughs> Satan's baby, yeah. Satan himself, um, Elvis, like we said before, was always a big one. There, there, the sometimes the sub headlines are even funnier than the main ones. Like, there's one that I saw on one of them that was like the Amish guide to better sex. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever gonna take sex advice from the Amish, but right, <laughs> no, but so yeah, so like that. that that's that's like just a rundown of tabloids. I would encourage people who aren't familiar with this to go and look this shit up because, like I said, it's funny. It it's the Onion without telling itself, without exposing itself um, in writing in words as we're fake. You shouldn't believe us. I mean, I guess the the final thing I would say about it is kind of what I said before. Just like tabloids, the great thing about them were that they were obviously fake and and not right. always. I can't say. I mean, the Inquirer has some stuff that. You could that bridges the 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 line a little bit, but th- th- maybe they're a good reminder that uh, people can make up whatever the fuck they want and put it in print, and they can't really truly be stopped from doing it. So let's right. let's not forget that that were, there was a whole market for that shit, and now they just try to cover it up 
but it's not like it's illegal to do this. So um, just keep that in mind anytime you read anything. And I don't exactly. think, you know, I don't think the like the Post and the New York Times and stuff, they're not sitting there making up shit. They can get stuff wrong, but they're not sitting there making up shit. But there are places out there that will. There are quote unquote legitimate news type sites and stuff on the internet that will. So just if you can take any any lesson from a tabloid, it's that this shit is totally legal and it happens all the time. <laughs> right. Okay, so we hope uh, you enjoyed uh, diving into the world of stupidity with uh, tabloids, and maybe you'll have nightmares about Bat Boy now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's that's our silly show for for this time. We'll probably have a couple more like this in the near future too. Um, Definitely. And we will. By the time this comes out, hopefully, I've already posted it on Twitter. But buy our mask. We have merch. <laughs> um, so you'll see the mask in, in the picture of it. If you didn't haven't seen it, check out our Twitter. We'll pin it on the chaos underscore cutting. Um, and at some point, I'll put it on the cuttingchaos.net website. But it's it's on one side, it's got our logo. Um, right. And on the other side, it says, if you can wear pants, you can wear a mask. You can wear a mask. Which is something that DG and I joked about in the first episode. But it's also just a good line. Yes. So the goal was to, for something funny. For you guys to wear that you would like if you're going to give money to the show, which is ultimately what the point of it is, so that we can, like I said before, pay for, you know, hosting it and not right. not us hosting it, but hosting it on, on the Internet on the site <laughs> and, and, you know, pay for the, the costs that come with with producing it, which there are some. Then yes. it, the, if, if you're going to give us money for that, we're not going to just ask for it. We want to give you something and hopefully something that you would enjoy and laugh. Yes. at. So that was the goal. Um, it's like a dual, like a double layer mask, so it's a good one. Um, and we are putting them on there for fifteen bucks, which I don't know if that's a lot or not. I don't think it is, but part of that money goes to the show, so that's that's yeah. kind of why it's not just you know at cost. So, um, and I think they ship through like first class mail, so you know, <laughs> if that can be great in some places, that could be terrible in others. Um, so, but if you like them, check out the link. We're gonna start off with a handful and just see how they sell. Um, it supports the show, but like I said, hopefully you can sort of enjoy it as well. And if you have any, if you get them and you hate them for some reason, um, let us know if there's something wrong with them or whatever. Yes, like, please, please, please. But I got, I got some samples and I thought they were good. So personally, I think they're fine. Um, right. But yeah, so check it out. And like I said, you'll be supporting the show and we greatly appreciate it. And, you know, just listening, liking, subscribing, uh, giving us reviews, feedback and stuff that supports the show too. So we're not trying to guilt anybody into buying something here either, but <laughs> right. But if you want to support us, that would be lovely. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not going to hate you for it. Maybe you can even get a shout out on the show. Absolutely. In fact, yeah, if you want and you put your name in there, um, we can, you know, we can like shout out your first name, like, thanks, Joe, or whatever. <laughs> right. So we can do that at the end. I've had other podcasts that'll be like, you know, this week's uh, shout outs are blah, blah, blah. Um so, yeah, you know, and we're not going to you know, maybe one day we'll do like Patreon or something, because if the show gets bigger, then we'll have to expand it and expenses will get bigger. But we're right now it's just going to be this mask. So um, any final parting shots of wisdom, DG? Use common sense. <laughs> Use, please. It is, it, is, it is becoming too, 
I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Too common uh, <laughs> to not it's, use it's, common it's, sense. It's, it's becoming too common not to use common sense. Use common sense when you're reading something. Make sure that you research your stuff. That's always really important. You know, don't just post, you know, information without the 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 basic sense of knowledge of what where the story is actually coming from and, <laughs> and based around. And as always, be kind to yourself and be kind to others because you never know what somebody's going through. Absolutely. Yeah. Exercise critical thought. Like like we joke on the tabloids and, and those are obvious, but but it it's still the underlying message there is just think for yourself about stuff and if it's too good to be true, it probably is. I, I have that conversation with my daughter about things because she's learning, you know? Um, yeah. So I echo that wholeheartedly. And wear a fucking mask. And if you don't have one, we've got the mask for you. We've no. got them. <laughs> we'll put it out there more, though. We'll pimp it. And, uh, and yeah, um, I don't have any other final parting shots. I'm not, you know, I'm still kind of happy Rush Limbaugh is dead, but I, I think it's warm. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's now been three plus weeks since Russell Limbaugh died. Yay! It's time to let it go. Yeah. Time to let him rot. Let him go to hell. See, but I don't believe that there's a hell, so. I do, so. (laughs) Ah, All right. So, yeah, wear a fucking mask that now. But thanks, as always, for listening. Thanks for the support. Uh, We got a lot of good, um, you know, feedback from, well, not a lot. We did get some good feedback for, on tweets and stuff about the the booty eater episode, which he awesome. changed his handle right after I gave him shit for that. I'm like, you gotta be kidding! No, I just I, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. Um, we'll probably have Danny on from time to time because he likes doing it and he's he, yeah, he dives into some chaos that we don't want to be in. So yeah, but but yeah, hopefully you guys like that. Check it out if you didn't hear it. Uh, check out the other ones about parlor and stuff. Check them all out. Check out the mental health one. Um, and as always, check out the check out the dick episode. And, oh, the, yeah, the dicks. If you want to know more, we'll try to put more bites of chaos and stuff out there as well. I didn't really Definitely. have a good way to do it on the last one, but I will on, on this one. Um, yeah. And, you know, at chaos underscore cutting at Jeff podcast at OMDG. I don't have any more else to uh, anything else more to plug. So we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.